Sports One World and happy St. Patty's Day to you. Yes, this is green along with my underwear, so don't even talk shit. <laughs> what up, D? Uh, I like if I, had a, if I had an Irish accent, I would do it right now, but I don't, and I don't want to disrespect my great heritage of black Irish. There's a lot. Of- <laughs> right. I you think I'm mean? more black than you are Irish. Just saying. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm whatever holiday it is. Like, I'm going to rock this uh, St. Patrick's Day to the fullest. I'm Blyrish. And then it's going to take me right into uh, Cinco de Mayo, where I'm Blexican. <laughs> Blexican. There you go. Well, you know what I'm doing? I'm not looking for a house right now. But if you are, if you're looking to buy or sell a home, you talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today with the Rockstar Realtor 317 503 8322. Check out Driving for Dyslexia, great nonprofit organization to help fund resources for teachers to teach our kids about dyslexia. Check them out 317 643 1105. And if you want to look elite like us, <laughs> that's right. Look at that. Look at that. Hey, oh. here at Elite Performance, three, oh, no, not three, 765-499-1005. And Aries Academy and Aries Sports Vision Training. Get your pupils, retina, and cor- cornea, and all that stuff good to go. Check them out www.aries-academy.com. Damon, what's happening, brother? Hey, man, the only thing elite about me, besides my chef hand, is my elite performance hat. Yeah. It looks good on you. Yes, sir. It's killing her. You know what I mean? Too bad I cannot uh, elite perform my body because it will break down if it had anything positive go right. Well, I know I'm getting elite. You know why? Because I can look down and see my feet. <laughs> hey, that was good. But listen, hey, I'm going I'm to say I saw you the other day because I had to come over and get my uh, my rogue energy uh-huh. drink and mix, which I tried. And I swear that shit is really good. I got the good jolt at the later on in the day, but didn't have that harsh caffeine crash. So that was awesome for that. And I got my hat and we actually did some business. So, but, and then I noticed, I said, Hey bro, you're looking kind of sexy. The chins are going. <laughs> <laughs> we got, you know, th- th- obviously today is huge day in the NFL. A lot of signings going on. Honestly, there are so many of them that, it is what it is, guys. It is what it is. You know, everybody's signing with everything. I will say that the Cardinals, the Jags, and the Patriots are making moves. They're spending money. 
making moves. Yes. Other than that. <laughs> no, no, I agree with you. Um, the Patriots have been spending buku amounts of cash, and it's kind of um, smoke and mirrors that I see with them. But, you know, we might talk about that a little bit, <laughs> a little bit later on. But the Patriots have been extremely active since the very first ding of the free agency bell. The Jaguars have been active. Um, I don't really particularly care about anything that Urban Meyer does. So I'm sorry, Jacksonville fans. You know, Urban Meyer makes me think you suck. <laughs> I just saw our first comment of the night. And I'm throwing it out there, D. Go get her, bro. I, I still, allow it. I, I allow still, it. Mama Robbie, I tell you, <clears throat> your birthday, I got nothing back. Squat. I'm upset with you. I am a little upset with you. Squat. Like, yep. he even texts me. He's like, hey, man, your mom all right? He's like, nah, she cool. You know what I mean? Is she cool? <laughs> <Are> you? <laughs> so you've been put on the spot. But anyway, so um do you want to uh delay this any longer or do you want to bring him in and see if he's been paying attention? If we could catch him off guard on the uh oh well, on the in the fail. You know we're gonna catch him off guard somewhat. This dude, God love him. He's nervous as hell. He's in the seat. He's getting ready to join the spotlight of the Dukes. And I couldn't, I, there's nobody that shouldn't be nervous to join the awesomeness of the Dukes of football. But I'm going to tell you this. Yes. Now, now, I got a question for him. Oh, I got, I one. got one. I got one. And this is really the only the question. Same one. It's the <laughs> only question that I have. The rest of them are just going to come out. This is the only one that when I said, hey, Let's get this guy on. I wrote this question down. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a little background. Um, our guest has been one of our original followers since we first started this show. Uh, this guy has been uh, following, watching when he can. I know he's a busy dude, but he always seems to have the right comment when we mention something about Purdue or something about the Pacers, or something. Well, we got to mention the Colts, but of course, when we talk about Drew Brees, he always has something to say, no matter what he is doing. Whether so, it's smart or not is up for debate sometimes, but he still says something. <laughs> yes, he still says something. So, um, I've known this guy for a little bit of time now. He's one of, uh, uh, when I first started, when I got out of the office work and started doing manual labor, is one of the first people I met. And we've kicked it for a while. We've actually played ball together. He's actually a teammate of mine in my very last basketball um, event. So he we won a toilet bowl together. Oh, okay. He was on that team. <laughs> yes, I didn't know he, he was. Yes, he's on the team. Yes. Well, so, without the further doubt, let's bring him in. Good old JT Money. If you've got him, seen him, you know him as Jordan Tyree Senior. Hey, what what's up, fellas? What is going on, Big Eared Bam? Not much, man. Just, yeah. The only reason I said that is because I don't have mine on on Wednesday nights for the next few weeks. Man, I have to. You guys will be hearing my kids stomp around the entire time. Fine, where are these bad boys? <laughs> 
That is an energetic bunch of uh, little Jordans you got there, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wife well, had to cut it off before we got the full basketball team, but we can play four on one in a couple of years. You know? <laughs> there you go with the shenanigans. <laughs> I, I can just sit here like this all night. <laughs> hey, I can tell you the fastest way to make Jordan and his lovely wife ever angry and say we're going to play basketball at the Colt. Oh, yeah. That's the number one. Number one, man. You know she don't hey. appreciate that. You know she's probably watching, right? You're I know she's watching. That's bit. why she's I watching. said. Hold on, man. Hold on. I'll show you she's watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I said, you know, it's all out of love because <laughs> I was in that same situation when I was a youngin. So it was just all out of love. If it was a bad thing, I would not have continued to show up. <laughs> oh, it was great, man. I miss those times. You can't play ball anywhere now, really. <laughs> Regardless if all the girls and the kids looked alike. <laughs> Y'all was in Come the on, country. I'm sorry. That was my last one. I'm done, Amber. My bad. <laughs> All right. So you got, got your name's on the list. <laughs> I'm sure his name's been on the list for a while. <sighs> so, Jordan, let, let's hear your I, – I know that, you know, you, you follow Breeze his whole time, but before we get to the tribute section, just really quick, um – Obviously, you're more of a fan of the player because we were talking about right. it before the show. You're more fan of the player than you are the team. And obviously, oh, uh, did I just? Know <laughs> I just did. Took, just, it's all right. Go ahead. Nope. I can still no. I can still add. I can still ask the question after you're done. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, all I was going to say is, you know, you follow Drew Brees. Obviously, you're a Purdue fan. You followed, you know, him through his college years. You followed him to San Diego. You followed him to New Orleans. Who are you going to follow now? Man, you know, it, it's just right now it's back to the team, you know, back to the home team. It's always been the team, Colts, um, except that 2009 Super Bowl. That was a tough yeah. Super Bowl. 2010 Super Bowl. Um, but yeah, it's always back to the Colts. We'll see. Uh, what, you know, we got a really talented player coming out this year. Um, see if he Carson Wentz. Yeah, you do. Rondell Moore talking about out of Purdue. So I always try to keep tabs on the Purdue guys, see how they do, follow them along. Um, it hasn't worked out <laughs> that well in the past. We've had a couple really good players in the NFL. Nothing like Drew Brees, but you know, Kyle Orton had a nice year, uh, nice career as a. Cool. Uh, all manager, not not the Pro Bowler you want, but one that isn't going to lose you a lot of games. Um, you had the Gilbert Gardeners. You had a, a lot of defensive players come out. So right now, I guess the next player you really follow for me is Rondell Moore. See if he can take off. See what he does. See if that, that size, if he can do something like Steve Smith did when he was in. So I get the picture that, like myself, uh, you are a Purdue fan and I am a Michigan fan. And we cheer for our guys regardless where they yeah. go through, but we still have our NFL teams that we cheer for. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, for sure, 100%. So regardless if Drew Brees would have been the Saint or whatever, you'd have cheered for Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Drew Brees, wherever he went, uh, you know, it would have been hard to swallow if somehow in his career he ended up in the Patriots. But, uh, no, I mean, 100%, wherever he's going, I'm watching every game. Uh, I'm just uh, hoping, wishing that he more Super Bowl. It's a black and gold thing, obviously. 
All right. So Obviously, it fit a lot when he didn't go to Miami. I was like, oh, he's better. <laughs> he's back in the black and gold. I like it. <laughs> well, I got a bonus question for you since you are a Drew Brees uh, disciple. Well, now that he's going to NBC to call Notre Dame games. You mother. Well, you took mine. You took mine, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so now that he's going to do NBC games, are you going to convert? Oh, no. He has that, to do Notre happen. Dame games. That'll never happen. We'll just see what he has to say, take it in, absorb it, and then put it in the toilet with the rest of the Notre Dame information. <laughs> yeah. You know, I will say, I think he is going to be a, a pretty decent uh, commentator. I really do. Man, you know, uh, a lot of NFL quarterbacks that are playing right now could could go. Tony Romo really opened the door for a lot of careers following. I mean, you know, you see what they see on the field, how they can – and especially coming fresh out of retirement, um, you know, they still have that in their mind, what the defense is doing, what kind of play is going on, what they're, you know, what they're seeing as a quarterback. And um, I think that's going to go a lot into the analyst part for him. So I think he'll do um, really well with that. I agree with both of you on that. I think he's one of those guys that can uh, make that transition and, and, and sound good. There have been others that, can't make that move over to a um, color commentary. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. But um, you know, I mean, like I said, like you said, Romo is is making it like pretty awesome. Like I'm more of a fan Romo of is Romo. Calling the play out before the play. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm a fan of Romo way more as an analyst and a personality on TV. Because his sketchers and Corona commercials, let's face it, are pretty damn funny. So, <laughs> way more than he was with a player. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it makes me think, like, eventually I might see this happen. And, you know, it, it might not be the best move for these guys. But these quarterbacks coming out, man, if I'm running a team, hey, I'm going to hire one of them as a defensive specialist. Tell me what that offense is about to run. <laughs> Let me know what they're going to do, when they're going to do it, what they're seeing, how we're lining up. I'm, I'm telling you, as a specialist, maybe not the defensive coach, but it can't be a hey, bad thing having somebody that knows the place. Listen, now that you mention that, I have always wondered that about football. Why aren't defensive coordinators ex-quarterbacks? I'm telling you. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You after, know exactly what they don't want. <laughs> after that first year of hearing Romo commentate, and I'm calling him up, hey, we got a starting job <laughs> right now. Let's bring you in right now. No, nah, it ain't a quarterback's coach. You're going right on the defense, bud. <laughs> There's plenty of teams in the NFL that could utilize a different defensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you can flip that squid. You can do the same thing with a defensive player being an offensive coordinator. You know exactly how to attack defenses. You know how you don't want to be attacked. So, hey, let's right. design an offense to attack exactly that. Yep, I agree. Now I just threw Jordan off because I moved the screen and I put something up. <laughs> Get what I do. <laughs> I got to pay attention to my surroundings. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Watch that girl behind you. Hey, I'm going to tell you what they You don't want Jordan on the forklift. Ooh. No, not anymore. I'm retired from that. And I just watch people do it, you know. <laughs> that that might be one of the funniest things I've ever oh, seen. In the warehouse, too, man. In all of my life. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a great time. Great right, time. I got a question since somebody stole my question. That that's what I was going to ask. And I had no clue what he was going to ask. Let me ask you, sir. What is your favorite fact or favorite attribute from Drew Brees over the 20 years that you've watched him play? Um, well, it's not a factor. I think one of the best things I love about Drew Brees isn't on the field. Um, it, it's more, you know, where he went at the time he went and how he did it. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> you You're um, just no, now uh, noticing that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's been um, doing that man. shit the whole show. Oh, I ain't watching, I ain't watching I'm just answering. Um, but when he went into New Orleans, you know, um, it, it was right after Katrina, you know, everything going to, to you know, move right into downtown, get right into it, start helping the community, becoming one with the community over the next 15 years. Um, you know, you got a lot of quarterbacks who, who wouldn't have went that far with him. Um, so, you know, that his off the field work there just was tremendous to me and made me even more of a fan. I mean, he, he came out of Purdue and you're a great player. That's already enough said. But would, would you do that kind of off the field work and have that level of character and care about a community that you've never even been into? Um, it, it was amazing. That's probably my favorite part of it. I'd have to agree with that. Now, hey, I, how many times did Drew Brees beat Notre Dame? Oh, oh. I'm going to say zero. <laughs> that was your question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you on the transformation of a city and a career that entitled each other. I mean, New Orleans became a, fr a, a really good, solid organization because of Drew Brees. The city came back because of Drew Brees, but Drew Brees was his situation now because of the city of New Orleans. There were two things that needed each other. At that time, you know, Katrina was was had devastated the area, devastated the city, devastated the morale. You know what I mean? It was it was like who do we trust? What can we believe in? Um so here you come with Drew Brees with um a guy who was pushed away for Philip Rivers you know, in at, in San Diego, down to New Orleans. You got a new coach in Sean Payton. You know, a lot of new ideas coming in, something fresh. You got somebody who believed in the city, and they gave, and he gave something for the city to believe in. And so I think you can't have a great city without – you. New Orleans can't be back to where it is now, and uh, Drew Brees can't be on the level that he is now without each other. That's how I feel about – that's what I think back of Drew Brees, his leadership, not of an organization, but of a city. And I yeah. agree wholeheartedly with that, Damon, because when you said when, when San Diego was looking at him, he's coming off that, you know, he, he tore his shoulder up. You know, he's he's dealing with that. His, you know, and he's still young, very young in his career at that point. And I'm sure he was wondering, okay, who the hell is really going to want me now because I've had this injury? I, I you know, San Diego is obviously done with me. What do I do? It's like two peas in the pot. It's kind of yeah. like what we talked about with coaches and players. You know, it, it, sometimes they don't jive. But when you find that coach, 
that player, like in this in this instance, the quarterback, when you put those coach and quarterback together and it works, it's an amazing thing. And unfortunately for all senior, uh, I'm sorry, not San Diego, New Orleans fans, they only were able to get one ring out of that. But you know what? He left a legacy, like you said. He left a legacy and worked through all that adversity. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I was sitting there thinking about his career, you know, earlier today. You know, it, you know, it hits you when you got to talk about it. Like, he's done. Like, he, he's there's no chance anymore. It's been announced. He you know, said Sunday. Uh, he's gone. So, you know, but you think about the dominoes that had to fall. Um, contract year, shoddy hot rear, keeps him in the game, messes up his shoulder. Because, I mean, there was potential. He could have stayed in San Diego. Um, he could have been a charger and, and led that team with the Gates, the Thomason, you know, because him and Thomason played really well together. I mean, it was it was a nice team to watch. I mean, their line wasn't as great. Their defense wasn't as great. But you, you knew you had an up-and-coming offense. Um, but for that to happen, and then you have to, you know, you also go the Miami route because Miami was really big on him. Um, and then you have to think of who was making that call for Culpepper and didn't trust the breeze shoulder. So, you know, you go, you know, you take that and could have ended up in Miami in that train wreck that was going on in, in those years. Um, and then what happens, you know, does he, is he starting to be one of these, you know, quarterbacks, maybe not to the ecstatic as a Fitzpatrick, but, you know, jumping teams every couple of years, trying to find a home. Um, you know, yeah, exactly. The Sam Bradford's, um, does he stay healthy there? I mean, that kind of thing But for all those dominoes to fall and him end up where he's at and have the career he's at, even with the one Super Bowl. I mean, you got to think of the quarterbacks who didn't even get one, um, Marino being one of the people on top, um, and what kind of legacy and what he meant for Miami, but still didn't get that, that one ring. So for him to even at least get the one ring, you know, had to be tremendous as a fan against your Colts. Hey, listen, I want so much money on that game. (laughs) Hey, listen, listen, I have said it then soon as Peyton threw that pick. I said this was a setup, and I am never the one to say conspiracies with sports and things are set up. I 100% believe that that was that that time be like, man, let me let my New Orleans Saints win one. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't even think it was. I don't think it had to do with the daddy. I think it had to do with the league. It had to do with the city. <laughs> like all that shit goes down. Like New Orleans was in a shithole, yeah. and then you win the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden New Orleans has the money funneling in. You got the levies being taken care of. FEMA's actually being held responsible. The city is thriving. Everybody's like, oh, my God, we got to go to Mardi Gras. Woo! You know what I mean? Drew Brees, the Saints, whatever. But it doesn't happen if Peyton doesn't throw that obvious pick like, oh, my God, you can't be an NFL quarterback if you throw that play. That's how I know that that shit was a setup. No NFL quarterback throws that shit. That's a rookie mistake. And you just, here you go, buddy. Man, you know, though, I mean, when you, when you point out uh, that year, though, look at that defense that he had that year, the, the year that he had his best defense. And you could say the same thing about Manning um, in his time year. That year, he had, it, we had our best defense, and, you know, it takes the pressure off a little bit. But Who's man, we? We're wearing a damn Saints jersey. Who the hell's we? Are we on uh, is Treaty Toe or not? <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I mean, even look at, I mean, he, what he killed, he sliced our defense up first half set. He didn't finish every drive in first half, but you know, they came out with the energy, got that, that, um, onside kick, um, right off the bat. And I think he set the completion percentage in the Super Bowl history, uh, that year, um, which serves right as the most accurate quarterback, um, in history. But yeah, I mean. He was killing it in that defense led by, I think it was Sharper. Darren Sharper, I think, was on that D. Um, had a big defensive year. I think he was uh, in the running for defensive NFL MVP best player. Spit um, it out, nervous man. Get it together. I can't think of uh, defense, defensive player of the defensive year. year. Yeah, Darren Sharper. I think he had like four or five touchdowns returned that year. Um, so that, yeah, he that was, was a bad dude. Team. That was, and I think they both started off 13 and 0. I want to say they both started off 13 and 0. Colts made it 14 and 0. Saints right. dropped to 13 and 1, and then we benched against the Jets. But that was, uh, and that was one of the few years that you know you see these playoffs and everything that you you know the two best teams in the league, but they hardly ever meet in the Super Bowl. It was one of those years where we all got treated to the best two teams playing against each other. I have a question, real quick. Damon, you might be able to help me out on this one. Did Tampa Bay, they played New England last season, correct? Didn't they, those two play each other last se- this past season? Tampa Bay and New England? No, yeah. not last oh, season. Okay. They play upcoming. Okay, so your boy, Drew Brees. Fun fact number one real quick. The only quarterback in NFL history to defeat all 32 Teams in the yes, I have it right here. Peyton, yes, didn't Peyton no. beat us? Peyton didn't. Did the Peyton end up beating the Colts? I know Drew Brees is because I, Drew Brees did, but I think there's three. I thought it was Brees, Favre, and um, man, you're right. I lied. You're right. Yeah, because Favre beat him when he was with, and Minnesota, then you can count Montana if you're going with the players. If you're going with the teams that were active during their era, Montana would have been in there too. See, I was just testing you. That is great. That was great. How do you do that? But hey, um, we're going to do a station identification and then we'll come right back to you. I got a, a couple more questions for you about Drew Brees. And even though this is a football show, I know you are a huge Pacer fan. So I'm going to ask you about the Pacers. And then I know you and my man here share something in common that happens to be in the city of Cincinnati. So I'm going to ask you guys about that before we cut out. But right now we're going to do a station identification. We'll come right back to you. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. For this pro. Get ready to take your body to the elite level of performance. Call today to set up your free evaluation. 765-499-1005. Elite performance, where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. Thank you, Damon. (laughs) (laughs) 
You are welcome, sir. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we are back, and this is Wednesday night live with the Dukes of football, and we are talking with our good friend JT Money on our <laughs> Drew Brees <laughs> with our Drew Brees tribute show. Um, we did have a mini shout out earlier. When I showed you guys my Rogue Energy drink cup mix, I can't wait to try the milkshake. But Dan has the promo code where you can get your own. That's right, www.rogueenergy.com. Put in promo code Sports one for 10% off of your order. And I'm telling you guys, we're going to have, if you're local to Indianapolis, we're going to have some sample packs over at. Elite performance, giving them out, letting you test them out, try them out, and get it your own. And I'm with you. I can't try. I can't wait to try that cookies and cream shake. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, for us, last commercial thing for us for uh, us over at the State of Basketball and the BW Sports One Network, we do have our tournament challenge group up on ESPN tournament challenge groups. So if you go into the groups and you search. BWS1 backslash state of basketball, you will find our group um, tournament bracket. Now, we do have one for the women's bracket as well under the same group name BSW1. BWS1. <laughs> the state baby. of basketball. Uh, fireball and Guinness on uh, St. Patrick's Day, so we're getting the Irish in. But yes, BWS one backslash State of Basketball Women's and Men's Bracket. And really quick, since we got a Purdue fan here, JD, did you hear my prediction on my Final Four from Monday night? If you, I didn't. You need to go watch Bet Your Ass. I'm not all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> we both, Raphael and I both was like, What the hell, man? <laughs> Don't tell me you picked Purdue coming out of that bracket, <laughs> man. I think you know, as big as a fan I am, uh, and I can't, I don't want to get too much. I think they're too young, uh, I think they're too young this year. I can see that, but it's not. I mean, they're playing at home in a sense, but they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Ohio State again, which, you know, they've beaten twice this year, um, but they just they won't you know, have State. one good half again. Them. They're not going to beat Ohio State. Baylor, I mean, Purdue's going to make – Purdue's knocking Baylor out as the first one to get out of the tournament. Texas Tech will be the one to play Purdue in the Elite Eight. And from that point, I may be wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you talking about the best backcourt in, in college basketball now. Gonzaga has the best team, but Baylor's got the best backcourt. Them two dudes is studs. Man, I don't, I don't get hyped up on Purdue anymore in uh, basketball. I mean, hey, but a you years should. Ago, broke my heart. I was, I was at the computer by getting the tickets ready to go to Michigan or Minnesota for the Final Four. I was like, I'm going. You know, we if we beat Virginia, I'm going. You know, you I get had you in it too. I had you okay. in it too. Oh yes, I did. Oh, I did definitely. I definitely <laughs> did. Virginia was beatable, but you know. Hey, but you need to stay with your team. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely telling you, this them. Purdue team is going to be very 
Very good. Very good. I'm going to call it now. (laughs) Georgetown, Purdue, final game, 2022. Oh, you're smoking. He must be the greatest crack. You got, bro, you got that Nino Brown crack. You got that Carter. Not this year. Yeah, okay. You got that Carter crack. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but let's spin back. Let's spin back to, uh, to Drew Brees. All right, okay. So I know over the years, you and I and other people on the page and on your page, we've had this conversation with the GOAT thing. Now, with Tom Brady doing what he did in Tampa Bay this season, are you still trying to throw Breeze's name in that GOAT conversation? Of course. Of course. I mean, the GOAT will always be – I mean, how do you – it's always going to be a personal perception, right? You're always going to be biased. Just like I know if he didn't win seven Super Bowls, you would be biased and always say – if the roles were reversed, I know you would be throwing Brady in that conversation because he's your Michigan boy. But, yeah. Um, I've always had him in that conversation. Um, but, you know, honestly, with what Brady's done in Tampa Bay, I mean, it, it's it's tremendous. And I didn't see it happening, especially with how they got walloped in the first two games of the year uh, by New Orleans. But, you know, it happens. That's the course. I'm going to clarify, regardless if Tom Brady went to Michigan or not, yeah. Yeah. If he did not have seven Super Bowls, he would not come up in a great conversation of anything. He doesn't <laughs> even come up in the great conversation of quarterbacks on the field in Michigan. Remember, he was the backup to one uh, Greasy. Right. <laughs> Which his daddy played at Purdue. Yep. Great year for you. <laughs> so it always goes back to Michigan. I thought you'd do that by now, Daniel. <laughs> well, we're having a great show. <laughs> but I do like the entertaining conversations between Drew. Because before this, I thought you had you always brought up a good argument with his stats, with his performance on the field, with his percentage completions, his touchdowns. His yardage, all those things come in and title. I thought you, he had a good argument until Tom goes to a new year on a COVID, on a non-practice schedule, and wins the Super Bowl. That kind of just put it over the top for me. Like now he's just argued for second with Peyton. <laughs> well, here's my thing though, and you look at Drew Brees, and you look at Tom Brady, and you look at Peyton Manning, and whoever else. Drew Brees holds three out of the four main quarterback contributions records. Only second to Tom Brady in touchdowns now. Granted, obviously the world it might change by the end of Brady's Brady. career, too. <laughs> right, because he's never going to quit. <laughs> obviously, the world revolves around the rings, the championships, and all that. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to say that Tom Brady got them. All seven of those rings, or well, he he alone did not do that, obviously. But it's just crazy. So what it comes down to me is is like you know you know who the top ones are. Um, put them whatever order you want. But I mean, at the end of the day, at least in my lifetime, I got to watch three of the top quarterbacks to ever play the game at the same time playing each other. Um, two of them playing in a Super Bowl against each other. Um, it, it's 
it was a privilege. It was awesome. Um, no matter I, if I like Tom Brady as much as Breeze or Manning, which I don't, but it's still, you know, to be able to witness witness the, you know, to grow up and tell my kids about Brady, Breeze, Manning, this big quarterback, you know. It, well, it's I've cool. seen all five. Yep. <laughs> I've seen Montana. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Peyton. I've seen Marino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've seen uh 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 dude in Denver. Was Elway. Elway. I've seen Peyton. Yeah, dude in Denver. Elway. I've seen them all. <laughs> so I feel you. But I I mean to watch what those three individuals have done. And really, you can't, without the rings, you can't put out uh, Phillip Rivers in that conversation as well because he's got great numbers. He just doesn't have, like Marino, he just doesn't have the rings. Being a coach fan, how would you feel about, how did you feel about that uh, Rivers uh, when they pulled Rivers over? Me personally, I, man, you know, at the time I didn't like it at all. Um, and to tell you why, I would have rather went young um, and, and seen what would happen. And if not, look where you're drafting this year. Um, I would have rather went back for the suck for luck deal and try to get one of these quarterbacks like a Lawrence, honestly, because, you know, rather than it's so hard to win the Super Bowl and it's so hard to come out of the AOC when you got the Kansas cities and the Baltimore's because um, you already knew how they were going to be this year to, to try to get there with a, a Phillip Rivers who you didn't know um, would be any good if he had the arm strength. Um, he did surprise me. He played better than I thought he would, but I didn't like yeah. him. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going to trust whatever the hell Ballard does. <laughs> I mean, with what he's done, I don't give a shit who he signs. I, no I Jacoby? No hey. Jacoby? I can't get no Jacoby love? You can't, you can't say get... that on our show. <laughs> oh, Ballard? Well, no, okay. You can't cuss on our show, man. <laughs> uh, uh. Damon was even looking questions like, what's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was, I was somewhere else. <laughs> No, but anyway, so um, anything else you got? There he goes with that weird shit. He's got a halo. I just want to start singing halo. halo. I mean, don't, I wear a halo 2470. Yeah, you're full of it too. Anyway. My eyes are blue to hide the full of shitness. Hey, we don't do this on this show, Dan. We won't invite you back if you keep up that mouth. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. He gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, last couple things before we uh, knock this off and we get back to the Pacer game and other things that are going on this That's evening. That's what you guys are both watching off to the side. Now I know. <laughs> I got the uh, Pacer hey, game. Turned on, man. I had the Pacer game and the Milwaukee-Philly game. So I'm like, I'm getting ready. You know what I mean? So warming myself up. So um, last thing, let's see. Um, I do want to get – I'll get you on the state of basketball where we can talk about youth sports. So I know you got a lot of stuff that you want to talk about with uh, Jordan Jr. So <laughs> – but uh, we'll get to that. But let's talk Don't about – forget the who your sports management team can be. Ah. So uh, I want to get to the Pacers real quick. Um, started off the year really good. Not Man. playing really good ball right now, but you do no. have an all-star and some bonus, and you got a lot of upside. Kessler Vert has returned to the squad. 
They did split in this first two games back. They are currently playing now. So uh, what's your feel on the Pacers for the rest of this season and for the future? Uh, this season, man, I think you're you're just fighting. Uh, I think the high hope, what you consider a win, at least for me as a Pacers fan, is getting past the first round, um, getting back to to because you know you know the Pacers are most likely not going to be in the Eastern Conference Championship. They're not going to be in anywhere further. So you're just hoping to see some some hope for the future. I don't think they're going to get there this year. I don't think they're getting out of the first round. Um, I don't think they have the wing star power. I do love Brogdon. I think he's a, a amazing player. Um, probably one of the best mm-hmm. players we brought in in a while, um, along with Sabonis. I'm a diehard Sabonis fan. Um, he does all the dirty work. You know, I'm teaching my son. You know, that's the one player I want him watching. The footwork, the um, fundamentals of rebounding, um, the boxing out, just knowing where the ball is going to land. What do you mean? Big man play? Yeah, big What's man. That? It's rare. You can't catch him on uh, games that much anymore. So, um, but going into the future, um, it, it's all going to depend. Um, it's all going to depend on our uh, Levert. I can't say his name. Um, Karis. Yes. Karis. Karis Levert. Go Blue. God darn it. Um, it's all going <laughs> to depend on him, seeing how he uh, plays in the in the star role here. Because with, you put him in Brogdon um, starting backcourt. Um, and you got Sabonis. I, I'm still not a big sold on Turner. He's playing great defense. And I, I like him, but I, I just don't know. If he's going to ever be that, the why did you bring this guy on the show? Why? Oh my God. Another Turner hater. I'm not a hater of him. I'm just saying, though, if you're going to play big ball like that, you're going to need an Embiid, somebody who can go out and score 28. Um, That's that's what we got. That's what Sabonis is for. (laughs) Nobody in the NBA plays two ways anymore. So now we got to. Turner, Turner, is a, you know, a Turner, guy. Turner is at his peak for offensive. He's going to hit the open three. He's going to crash offensive rebounds, and he's going to occasionally make a good post move. But what he is is a defensive rebounding defensive guy. He's got he's he's doing like Matumbo start type stats for defense. You know, he's doing Matumbo type stats. He's averaging almost four rebounds a game, 3.9 rebounds a game, four or uh, four blocks. This is what I meant. Four blocks a game. You know what I mean? This is ridiculous. And the, I'm the not fact that he's not. Turner. Yes, you are. Oh, yes, you are. I'm, I'm giving you yes, my you opinion. I like you, Turner. He's still well, your young. opinion. I, I, sucks, like sir. Um, I just don't think he's going to lead you anywhere. I mean, but you want him just like most Indiana fans, and I've had this conversation a thousand times. Most Indiana fans want Turner to be something that he's not going to be. You expect him to be a 2015 guy. He's not a 2015 guy. He's a 10-15 guy and a seven. I mean, and a 10-15-4 guy. My this point, is what he is. My point more with the Turner comment is you need a Paul George. You need a Oladipo. You need somebody that's going to be scoring from the wings because you're not going to have a down low. Um, I'm never going to hate on a defensive rebounder. My favorite player was Hibbert for the longest time. I mean, come on. He had no offense in his body, um, and I'm okay with that. But we're going to need more scoring from the wings. Down goes Hibbert. You got your scoring from the post. Sabonis is giving you a double-double from the post every game. And if you slip up, he's going to give you 25-plus. Your wings wings are Karis LeVert, 
TJ Warren, who is completely overrated to me. But you need need Lamb. You need those guys to step in. But the fact that Turner anchors your defense is the reason why you get those. And let's not overstate the hidden jewel of the team, goddamn TJ McConnell. (laughs) McConnell is (laughs) – I mean, that's a lot of these players, though. A lot of these players, you know, you go anywhere else, they get buried on the on the in the depth chart, and they have been. They have been. Um, and then they come here, and you know, they get their opportunity to shine, and they, and they mesh really well. They're, I mean, they're fantastic players. I felt the Paul George one, but I did not feel the Oladipo. Oladipo was not on the Paul George type of um, status even though they wanted him to be. And right. You can see exactly how he's being treated now in the free agency market. Not that he's a free agent, but how they're approaching it with trade value. Like, nobody wants him. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, uh, well, one, they don't want him because he's, you know, a one-year guy. He's a renter guy. But nobody wants him because nobody wants to sign him for a long-term deal. You know what I mean? He has right. injury issues. And this is your 15, bro. I mean, there's a reason. Sabonis so got somewhere and stayed. You're yep. still moving. You know what I mean? So the the putting him on the um Paul George of the regular season status, you know, was unfair for them to put him on that and unfair for him to take on that when he knew he couldn't do it. Especially when your commercials were not even a real car company. <laughs> <laughs> Fisher's imports. Like, your shit was still used. <laughs> you could get no Ed Martin. <laughs> or Bob Roarman. You, you know what I'm saying? You could, get no, you could get no Tom Ford. You know what I mean? Or, all right. Bob Roarman. Tom Ford. I don't know. What's the dude on the east side? Oh, Shailen. <laughs> Some Ford. Tom Wood. Tom Wood. Tom, Tom, Tom Ford. Tom Ford. all right so last thing we got for you let's switch over to baseball so both of you guys are reds fans what are your expectations for the cincinnati reds this year i have no expectations for my reds i have it in a couple years (laughs) because every time we get a quarter every time yeah quarterback every time we get a pitcher they're gone they're gone and every time we have batting they're they're gone. gone Unless you have a no trade clause, like Joey Votto. (laughs) When we don't have batting, we have pitching. Yeah. But when we have pitching, we don't have batting. We can't get the two. I think the Bengals are in better shape. And then when you do get close and you you start getting that, you get no hit against the Phillies or your um, amazing saver and Chapman gets rocked. I mean, it's just – or you days. keep Homer Bailey for fucking five years sitting on the damn bench. <laughs> hey, I mean, baseball's the only sport you have one or a couple amazing strings of games and throw a couple of and you're locked in for a career. Hey, I feel I feel that that question was a, was a uh, rough button. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Just a little bit. Look, look who my teams are. I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? I'm a Michigan them. football fan, so there you go. We're Still even. Still watching. <laughs> Hold on. Before we go, I got one last thing. It's a little rapid knockout section. That's right. I'm going to ask you five questions. has absolutely nothing to do 
with football, baseball, basketball, any other sport. Are you ready? Yeah. Number one, favorite food? Pizza. Number two, favorite hobby? Uh, gaming right now. Dude's okay. got the dude's got nine kids. You know what his damn favorite hobby is. <laughs> yeah. Pull out game sucks. <laughs> hey, we gotta be bad in something, you know. Uh what game? What kind of gaming? Uh it used to be uh, Xbox. Now I'm on this World of Warcraft kick. I nerded up a lot. <laughs> Join me on iRacing. Get the PC, get the steering wheel. And I got the PC. I got a steering wheel somewhere. I might take you up on it. Let's go. I know. I just don't want to add another thing, uh, another thing to the list of things I'm better at you then. Ooh. Still trying to Ooh. find one. Chat. Chat. I mean, just because I got two kids doesn't mean you're better at it. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Uh, if you could pick one sport to evolve in, what sport would you play? Oh, basketball for sure. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't have my notebook for my combat zone show, so I'm trying to remember off the top what the what the fourth one is. I know the fifth one. I can't remember what the fourth one is. Uh -oh. What's your favorite combat fighter? Yeah, there you go. Uh, all time Anderson Silva. The mm. spider. Okay. I'll give you that one. No, what it was is uh, probably my. Uh, I mean, with Ali, uh, it's got to be with Ali. Those are you didn't even fighters. see Ali. No, but I, I've watched the masses on TV. I like need to see it live. Years, like 20 years after. I didn't Don't watch matter. I know you didn't. Don't like matter. I, like I was like in pull-ups. Well, no, we didn't have pull-ups back then. I was in cloth. I was in cloth. Yes, sir. No. Favorite music. Sheet. Huh? Favorite music, whether that be genre or artist or group. Oh, man, dude, that's the toughest question. I can't. I can't answer it. It's different. It's different day to day, man. I'll go from listening to DMX and Eminem to the Temptations, to damn Katy Perry, to ACDC, to dude. I listen to it all. You had one that I could have just knocked out. You could have just DMX. Off like he said. No, that was Miley. I was trying to see some Katy Perry, but I didn't know it. I didn't know I was a Katy Perry fan until like the last couple weeks. It just started playing. I was like, I can dig it. But yeah, man, it depends on day. You know. Just depends on okay. day. If you had to pick one song or one artist right now today, what mood are you in? Uh, it's been a big NF um, in this house. He's one. Of, it's a rapper. Um, one of the few rappers. It's one of the only rappers that don't cuss, and my son loves it. So I'm down. He's got a really amazing album that came out a couple years ago that we are on the late track to. But um, the search. It's. It, he's got a, a song in particular is change. Um, so yeah. it's a really good album. Check it out. Right. Final five questions right here. Whether it be in the sports world or in your personal world, besides Damon, who is your biggest role model? Uh, biggest role model. <laughs> besides Damon. That's besides Damon. <laughs> man, dude, I don't know. I've, I've had so many. Um, Honestly. Top one, man. Top one. It's probably my father, man. Right. It's, it's got to be my father. I mean, I know that's the the cop out, easy, the easiest answer, but you know. I'm just glad you gave me a damn answer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, no, it is. It's uh, not a cop out. It is what it is. You know, some people have that relationship. Yeah. 
I have six brothers and sisters and, you know, I love them all to death. You know, only me and my older brother have the same father. Um, we're kind of, we went different paths a lot of time, but, you know, just having that person to look up to that a lot of people don't have that opportunity to, um, you know, instilled that young worth ethic in me. Um, it, you know, it was amazing. It did wonders for my life. So. Awesome. So there you have it, folks. Jay, Jay, Drew Brees, Drew Brees all day. <laughs> Best fighter. Money. Drew Brees, best, 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 best rapper, Drew Brees. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my five favorite rappers, Die Line, Die Line, Die Line, Die Line, Die Line. <laughs> I spit hot fire. <laughs> Flames. <laughs> wow. Flames. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be really quick. Give you the rundown of the weekly shows. Sunday, we start out at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with Checkers and Wreckers. Everything that drives fast, shifts hard, and keeps that rubber on the road. Or slinging that dirt, check out Tommy Boy, 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sundays. Monday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Check me and my good buddy, Oddsmaker from Vegas, Mr. Rafael Esparza, with Bet Your Ass. Tuesdays, Quantum Inspiration with Monica P., 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. The best positive powerhouse on the network. Check her out. Wednesdays, you know who it is. It's the Dukes, baby. 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Thursday. Check them out. It's the state of basketball with the commish, the one. That's right, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And make sure you check tomorrow's show out, folks. If you're betting on the brackets, if you're putting them in, which I know you are because you're going to www.espn.com and looking BWS1 slash the state of basketball. Both men's and women's tournaments. Friday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. You can check me out at Combat Zone. Unfortunately, we will not have a show this weekend because Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 16 is taken off at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the BKFC uh, Network. Check them out. because I'm Friday? In- Friday. Oh, I got to watch. I got to watch. Yes. This Friday send night. Me link. Send yes. me the link. I will. Uh, well, no, it's on the app. I can't send the link. It's on the app. All right. I'm on that. Yeah. And Saturday, finishing the week out, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, everything wrestling in the squared circle. Check out Super Kicking It with Steven. And that is the lineup of lineups, folks. And we are the Dukes of Football taking off the helmet one more time this week. And we will see you tomorrow, State of Basketball. And again, ESPN.com, BWS1, dash, slash, sorry, slash, the State of of basketball. It's time. Men's and women's. Damon's getting ready to take a shot of something. It's fireball, isn't it? It's fireball. It is. And it's St. Patrick's Day. And this is shot day. So I'm get your shots you ready. Car bomb or something. Hey, dude, I'm 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 old. <laughs> and I was listening to you too. <laughs> someday, bloody someday. <laughs> Someday, bloody someday. You gotta listen to Dropkick Murphy's today, D. Get it high. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it. We're out of here. Peace. Oh, yeah. We don't have the Pew Pew Girl. We haven't had the Pew Pew Girl in a while, but you know what? I know. Tell them what we do. I'm still keeping Indy sporty without her. Pew <laughs> Pew. <laughs>